Welcome to Match of the Day magazine's World Cup show with me, Paz, and him, Ketch. Hello. So, Paz, that's it. After 32 days of glorious football, after four weeks of sunshine, showers, and soccer ball, the 2018 FIFA World Cup is over. It's finished. It is no more. It's kaputski. But what an amazing tournament. Some say the best World Cup ever. I say the best World Cup ever. You know what, Paz? I do too. So prepare yourselves for a very special tribute to the greatest World Cup of all time, the 2018 Russia World Cup. Deep breaths, catch deep breaths, because this is going to be emotional. Right, let's start at the end. Let's start with the World Cup final itself. France were favourites going into the match, and 20 years on from their last and only other World Cup win, they did it again. France 4, Croatia 2. Now, let's speak to someone who was actually there at the final. Someone who was there in the Luzhniki Stadium. It's not Vladimir Putin. It's not one of the pitch invaders. And it's certainly not Argentinian referee Nestor Pitani. It's our man Ketch. Come on then, son, tell us all about it. Oh, Paz, where do I start? Before a ball had even been kicked, I managed to get my ticket upgraded to VIP. A VIP World Cup experience. What is going on? When I arrived at the stadium, I was driven in a golf buggy by an Italian man called Sebastiano. Thanks again, Sebastiano. I brushed shoulders with two World Cup legends, Michael Owen and Christian Carambo. I got within five feet of the actual World Cup trophy, but I was not allowed to touch it. I had a selfie with Sibivica, the big wolfy mascot. We had free food and drink, and we watched Will Smith perform during the on-pitch closing ceremony. And that's just before the game's even started, okay? So, cut to the game. We had incredible seats opposite the dugout. I was closer to the French end, uh, where Pogba and Mbappe hit their wonder goals. And it was one of the most fun games of football I've watched in ages. There was a VAR pen, at least three wonder goals I counted, thunder and lightning and monsoon rain at the end. There was a crazy pitch invasion, you saw that. And if you remember, I was just one goal away from predicting the final score. And if you don't believe me, listeners, go back and listen to the last episode. Absolutely incredible catch. Can you possibly then give us your three actual highlights of the trip? Highlight one. Did you see Ronaldinho playing samba drums during the closing ceremony? No. Well, he did. Will Smith left the pitch and then all of a sudden, the attention turns to this guy. He's in all white, beating out a big beat on the stadium sound system. Crowd are going wild. And there, with a famous massive grin of his, is Ronaldinho playing the drums, surrounded by dancers. What a great moment. That's highlight one. Highlight number two is Borscht. Who? Borscht. What's that? This is a sour soup, popular in loads of Eastern European countries, especially Russia. A local Russian insisted I try it, so I did. Its main ingredient, however, is beetroot, which normally I don't like, but I tried it and polished off the lot like a greedy Russian. Incredible. And finally, my third highlight, Pogba's pass for the third French goal. Easily the pass of the tournament. He's 65 yards from goal, surrounded by Croatian players, and he cracks this angled pass perfectly into the path of Kylian Mbappe. He hits this pass into the direction where I was sitting, so I had a perfect view. The pass was even better than the goal he runs up the pitch to score seconds later. Viva la France. Ketch, do you know who hates the World Cup? Who hates the World Cup? Wimbledon. That's who. What, the League One football team managed by Neil Audley? No, no, no. The tennis tournament. No one watches tennis when there's an actual World Cup taking place. No one. Even Andy Murray pulled a sickie so he could watch the football. So, because we feel sort of sorry for Wimbledon, we're going to stage a little game of World Cup tennis. It's a simple game, and here's a simple man to explain the rules. Not very nice. Anyway, this game of tennis is not played with furry balls. Oh no, it's played with magical 2018 World Cup moments. New balls, please. Right, Pastor, how long are we playing for? Well, like any decent tennis match catch, we're going to play until we get bored or until it starts to rain. Please take your seats quickly, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. 
text to serve. Okay, here goes. I'm serving with England winning a World Cup match on penalties. Ronaldo's hat trick v Spain. Batchwise ball in the face rebound. Neymar rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling. Gareth Southgate's waistcoat. Uh, Kieran Trippier's free kick. Inflatable unicorns. South Korea 2, Germany 0. Belgium coming back from 2 0 down against Japan. Nigeria's footy kick. England 6, Panama 1. Harry Kane's last minute winner v Tunisia. Egypt's 45 year old keeper. Russia beating Spain. Harry Kane's golden boot. The wonder goal by Angel Di Maria. By Jesse Lingard. By Ronaldo. By Dennis Kirishev. By Ricardo Charisma. By Benjamin Pavard. England's love train set pieces. The cup final monsoon. The Iranian geezer who tried to do that somersault throw in. Pickford save v Colombia. Alio Cisse celebration. That really bad Gareth Southgate lookalike. Kylian Mbappe hit in warp speed against Argentina. Football's coming home. Oh no, it's raining. Everybody in. Now it's time for the definitive top five stars of the 2018 World Cup. This is big, guys. This is real big. Let's have some music. Five. At five, it's not a superstar. It's not even a player. It's a 47-year-old man in a waistcoat from Watford. Before the tournament, he was the manager who got Middlesbrough relegated from the Premier League back in 2009. And now he's the man who's made the nation fall back in love with the national team. He's the man who almost brought football home. He is, of course, Gareth Southgate. At four, it's not a superstar, or a player, or a manager, or even a human. It's VAR. There may have been a couple of questionable decisions, but the vast, vast majority were absolutely nailed by the thing making its World Cup debut in Russia. Hurrah for VAR. Three. At three, it's the man from La Louvier in central Belgium. No, not impressionist painter Eugene Bock. This guy's an artist with a football, not a brush. He's a dribbling king. He's the Prince of Stamford Bridge. He's a Belgian legend. At three, it's Aidan Hazard. Two. At two, it's the fastest thing on two legs. It's the first teenager to score in a World Cup final since Pelé. It's a player who could be mopping up Ballon d'Ors for the next decade. It's French superstar Kylian Mbappe. One. But our number one, our star of the tournament, our player of Russia 2018 is... Croatia superstar Dejan Lovren. Nah, sorry Lovren, it's not you mate. It's your teammate Luka Modric. He may not have got his hands on the World Cup, but he's got his tiny little witch-like hands on our shiny imaginary trophy for being our star of the tournament. Well done, Luka. It's time for another top five. We've looked at the heroes and the stars of Russia 2018, but for every winner, there has to be a loser. For every hero, there has to be a villain. It's time to celebrate the flops. Forget the World Cup champions. These are the chumps, otherwise known as our World Cup champions. At five, eh, surely there's some mistake. It says Neymar, the world's most expensive player, Brazilian superstar and scorer of two goals in Russia. No, it's no mistake. Diving and rolling around and generally being a big spoiled baby. That's why you're in, Ney. At four, it's Olivier Giroud. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we. You know he won the World Cup and he does have a lovely face and a fantastic beard. But the French striker didn't have a single shot on target for the entire tournament. That's 546 minutes of non-shooting patheticness. At three, it's Colombia. No doubt they've got some good players, but their moaning and whinging and play-acting and gamesmanship against England in the last 16 clash was horrible. Come on, lads, you're better than that, aren't you? At two, it's Argentina boss Jorge Sampaoli. He was nothing short, and he is short, he's very, very short. Nothing short of a tactical disaster, as Messi and his mates crashed out in the last 16. But at number one, many people's favourites for the tournament. The home of Bratwurst, the home of Lederhosen, the home of Wolfsplund Dirk Technique, and now the home of the biggest flops of the World Cup, Germany. Yogi Lowe's boys, the winners four years ago, finished bottom of their group, and that's why they're our World Cup champions for 2018. Just enough time for some playground MO to impress your mates and prove you are the ultimate World Cup expert. 
There were nine, that's nine, winning goals scored in the last minute or injury time of games. More than any other World Cup. Neymar had more shots at the World Cup than anyone else. He had 26 in total. Did you know almost half, 43% of goals came from set pieces, the highest proportion in any World Cup since 1966. Kieran Trippier created more goal-scoring chances than any other player. That's 24 chances he created, Paz. He finished ahead of Neymar, Kevin De Bruyne, Luka Modric, Eden Hazard and even Philippe Coutinho. And finally, we learned that the World Cup is a place where lifelong memories are made. What a tournament. Right, catch this week's issue of Match of the Day magazine is on the shelves now. It's available in those things that we call shops. Catch, tell us what's inside this week's issue. Yes, Paz, we reveal our top 50 moments of the World Cup and just why it's been the best World Cup ever. We look at England's World Cup heroes and rate every player out of 10 and look at their key moments. We take a closer look at Cristiano Ronaldo's stunning £100 million move to Juventus and we reveal all the summer signings back in Premier League land. The signings that you've missed because you've been up to your armpits in World Cup action. Also, we check out the biggest transfer rumours and there's a Gareth Southgate mask for every reader. Well, that's it for Match of the Day magazine's World Cup show. It's been a pleasure, Paz. And just because the World Cup is over doesn't mean the football podcast fun has to stop. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Well, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you soon. See ya. I'm James Stewart, and in Saving Planet Earth, I'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialled to try and save our planet. Led, of course, by your questions. Hi, James. I know that climate change is affecting our oceans. Is there anything that's being done to look after it? And one of the solutions involves dolphin poo. (laughs) This is Saving Planet Earth. Available wherever you get your podcasts.